0: Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God centered, God focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So, the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion.
1: Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a walking in truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome Jiu Jitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel We give away free Bibles, we offer prayer, and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love Walking in Truth, and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth, everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. 1
0: Samuel 23, David delivers Keilah. Then they told David, saying, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are plundering the threshing floors. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and deliver Keilah. But David's men said to him, Behold, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we go to Keilah against the ranks of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord once more. And the Lord answered and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will give the Philistines into your hand. So David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, and he led away their livestock and struck them with a great slaughter. Thus David delivered the inhabitants of Keilah. Now it came about when Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Keilah, that he came down with an ephod in his hand. When it was told Saul that David had come to Keilah, Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand, for he shut himself in by entering a city with double gates and bars. So Saul summoned all the people for war to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. Now David knew that Saul was plotting evil against him, so he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, your servant has heard for certain that Saul is seeking to come to Keilah to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Keilah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down just as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Keilah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will surrender you. Then David and his men, about 600, arose and departed from Keilah, and they went wherever they could go. When it was told Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, he gave up the pursuit. David stayed in the wilderness and the strongholds and remained in the hill country in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God did not deliver him into his hand. Saul pursues David. Now David became aware that Saul had come out to seek his life while David was in the wilderness of Ziph at Horesh. And Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David at Horesh and encouraged him to God. Thus he said to him, Do not be afraid, because the hand of Saul, my father, will not find you, and you will be king over Israel, and I will be next to you. And Saul, my father, knows that also. So the two of them made a covenant before the Lord, and David stayed at Horesh while Jonathan went to his house. Then Ziphites came up to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is David not hiding with us in the strongholds at Horesh on the hill of Hachilah, which is on the south of Jeshimon? Now then, O king, come down according to all the desire of your soul to do so, and our part shall be to surrender him into the king's hand. Saul said, May you be blessed of the Lord, for you have had compassion on me. Go now, make more sure, and investigate and see his place where his haunt is, and who has seen him there, for I am told that he is very cunning. So look and learn about all the hiding places where he hides himself, and return to me with certainty." And I will go with you. And if he is in the land, I will go search him out among all the thousands of Judah. Then they rose and went to Ziph before Saul. Now David and his men were in the wilderness of Moan, in the Arabah, in the south of Jeshimon. When Saul and his men went to seek him, they told David, and he came down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard it, he pursued David in the wilderness of Moan. Saul went on one side of the mountain, David and his men on the other side of the mountain, and David was hurrying to get away from Saul, for Saul and his men were surrounding David and his men to seize them. But a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have made a raid on the land. So Saul returned from pursuing David and went to meet the Philistines. Therefore they called the place the Rock of Escape. David went up from there and stayed in the stronghold of Engedi. Reading about Saul, just continuously pursuing David, reminds me of multiple scriptures, but one being that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, of course, we're not facing a battle of flesh and blood, but a spiritual battle. And the enemy is going to continue to try to come at us. They're going to continue to try to overtake us, to deliver us, to come and kill, steal, and destroy, but God's plans are so much better. And although we don't always understand them, he says, go in, and we go in. We do what God calls us to do, but then, even while we're there, we don't look at the victories that we've had and say, hey, I'm impervious to anything. Because then we have to seek the Lord's direction again. And here, David said, am I supposed to stay? And he goes, no, he's coming. Well, he gives David the choice. And David chooses to flee. And the fact that he got out so quickly caused the enemy to to stop their pursuit because they went another direction. And then you can see Saul saying, hey, you guys go and investigate. Figure out where he is because he's getting frustrated. Let's find out exactly where he is and then let's go and let's... That seize him and completely just surround him and and overtake him, <clears throat> and so that's his strategy and his plan. But again, God allows for other things to step in that would cause Saul, or the enemy, to stop their pursuit. So the other scriptures would be that no scheme, no plan, no weapon, nothing that the enemy has can have victory over us. As long as we continue to pursue God's direction, if we, even in victory, say, okay, now what? It's not victory to victory to victory to victory unless we continue to ask the one, the king, who is guiding us. So spending daily, daily time with the king, spending daily time Just seeking his guidance in our life. Daily. Encountering him in our presence. That is a key to a continual victory. As soon as we stop our pursuit. We're allowing the enemy. To have more success in their pursuit. They know. They know the name of Jesus. The enemy knows the scriptures. The enemy knows all the plans. But the enemy can do absolutely nothing if we stand in our full authority and having dominion. But our dominion and our authority comes from the one who created us. And even though Adam was given that dominion, he handed it over to the enemy. Jesus took that dominion back. And he took it back for us so that we can have a relationship with God, but also so that we can have that authority that God created us to have. So daily, pursue the Lord. Spend time in his word. Worship. Just don't give up on on the time that we have with the Lord every single day and throughout the day. He calls us to a A prayer that's never ceasing, never ending. Just be in continual conversation with the Lord throughout our day. And you'll see that even though the enemy tries and they plan and they scheme, they will not have success. The victory is always the Lord's. So, Father, thank you for victory. Thank you for the deliverance of our enemies. Thank you that you love us, you care for us, and that you've given us a way to have authority over it. Anything that the enemy tries. And I just pray that we have the clarity. We have the the understanding that with you, there's victory. And without you, we fall. I pray for your love to continue to abound. And our love for you just to continue to show other people the right way. In Jesus' name, amen. concerned about what the future holds are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty this is matt russell the director of whit ministries many of us at walking in truth ministries are bi-vocational working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at win Big financial group we help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement